And on this episode of Mike Crispy Unafraid, guys, you could blame Biden, you could blame Fetterman, you could blame any of these people. You know who the real culprit is here? Their wives. Democrat political wives are the pure evil facilitating the fraud we see literally and figuratively on multiple levels. We are going to break it down in this episode of Mike Crispy Unafraid. Guys, huge show from Jeremy. Great show by Antonio Loud Majority and Anna coming up next. We are having record days in a row on Rumble. We're having a record week. So guys, keep the momentum strong. Keep it strong by rumbling this video, okay? That is the plus sign on your browser, the thumbs up on the mobile app, rumble this video and get LFA TV to the top, guys. Get it to the top. Look at producer Frankie there with the ads there, with the graphics. We got a huge show for you guys today. Live Friday edition of Mike Crispy and Afraid like you've never seen before. And let's go. And everybody, Mike Crispy here coming to you live on this Friday, October 28th with producer Frankie in studio from New York. Frankie, how are we doing, sir? You know, the morning with the uh, the crashing computer. Well, are we back on the air? Are we, we back are good? always uh, back. Frankie, boom, boom. It's like running the space shuttle here, Mike Crispy, unafraid. You've never seen a show on the internet with this type of technical prowess and precision. Every episode carefully crafted because, guys, nobody out there is giving you the real news and the real story out there. So somebody's got to do it. And that's what we're doing on this network. And that's what we're doing on this show. Because other people are going to ignore the facts of what's going on. But not on this show. Because our country is literally on the line. Midterm season is two weeks away. And having real unfiltered information has never been so important. Somebody's going to give it to you straight. And that's what myself and producer Frankie commit to doing on this show every single day. So Frankie, throw this up on the screen here, this headline. Um, and and that monitor right there. Throw that on for me. Um, yeah, pop this up on the screen, Frankie. Um, so what do we got here? We got a uh, first thing, guys, as we're getting rolling here today, um, as our tech is now back humming. Um, guys, what's going on in Pennsylvania? Okay, obviously we have Democrat wives that are, uh, that are uh, you know, manipulating things behind the scenes. We now have Nancy Pelosi who's choreographing, perhaps, perhaps choreographing the beating up of her husband, Paul Pelosi. I, guys, I mean, the jury will come out on that. Maybe it's a real story. Maybe it's not. I do not know yet. But, I, listen, two weeks before the midterms. And, There's questions. And that happens. I mean, anytime some wacko person could break in and, and I guess, violently assault Paul Pelosi. So I just want to say the jury is still out. I will believe it when I see the proof. I'm not saying it didn't happen. I'm not saying it happened. I want to be real on this show. Paul Pelosi was assaulted the other day. Was Nancy Pelosi perhaps choreographing that? Was Nancy Pelosi trying perhaps to steer attention away from her husband's corrupt stock trades and the fact that she is now one of the richest members and from a lifetime of public service? I don't know. I do not know. But again, it could be real, it could be fake, but I'm just saying 14 days, 13 days, 12 days before the midterms, and that's happening. A little peculiar, if you ask me. little peculiar. And this is also a little peculiar. Frankie, throws on the screen here as we were talking about what is going on right now in the state of Pennsylvania, guys. What is going on, okay? I don't know. Lawmakers want to know why Pennsylvania sent out 240,000 unverified ballots. There was a letter that was sent from the uh, state house representatives in Pennsylvania. So this isn't some kook conspiracy theory sent to the acting secretary of state about it. And they are saying, wait a minute, these ballots that were sent out are unverified. And so much malfeasance is going on right now in the state of Pennsylvania that even the Supreme Court is weighing in on what's going on. And the acting Secretary of State, notice I keep saying acting, not even the real Secretary of State, she is ignoring the Supreme Court. Guys, this is getting really spooky. It's almost Halloween, okay? Spooky season, as they call it. This is getting really spooky when you hear things like this and Fox News is reporting it. Now, they're not outraged like they should be, but they're reporting on it because they have to listen to this. Hey, Brian, uh, the U.S. Supreme Court has weighed in on the counting of Pennsylvania's mail-in ballots. What about that? 
Yeah, so the U.S. Supreme Court decided Tuesday mail-in ballots sent in by voters who failed to write the required written date on the outer envelopes will not count. But Pennsylvania's acting Secretary of State is essentially ignoring the Supreme Court, saying these undated ballots are a result of a minor omission and will count in the upcoming election. Ultimately, Brett, the confusion over undated ballots could certainly become a huge litigating factor in November. Oh, great. So we have the Supreme Court making a ruling, the acting Secretary of State is going to go against it, and then we're going to have to litigate it and figure that all out. Just like when they unilaterally changed election law before the election illegally, because the state legislatures need to certify those changes, ratify those changes. They didn't do that, so the whole election was invalid in 2020 on that alone, but the lawyers didn't have their ducks in a row, and the Supreme Court didn't want to touch it. So you have the Supreme Court, and everyone was saying, well, what should have happened was Trump's lawyers should have preemptively handled this, right? But guys, the Supreme Court is preemptively making rulings right now, and the Secretary of State isn't following those orders. Very, very peculiar. Why do they intentionally sow doubt like this? I'm so it's just crazy whack job Republicans who want to sow doubt in the elections. No, guys, when you go directly against the Supreme Court of the United States and their ruling, what are you doing? You're literally trying to throw chaos into the election process. When state legislators, not wacko people, not Mike Crispy, not sending in letters, okay? But state legislators signing an open letter about these unverified ballots, over 250,000 unverified ballots. That's calling into question. Again, these aren't crackpots. These are elected representatives in the state doing it. And then you have the state media, like PBS, okay, looking, quelling doubts, using these rhetorical talking points that are handed down to them from the globalists, saying, oh, nothing to fear here. Guys, if this isn't stage propaganda, listen to the buzzwords that you always hear repeated by this woman. Again, they always have glasses. They're always liberal. They're always in their living room. And they talk about what's going on. They use the same buzzwords, and they always cast doubt into anybody who doubts the said buzzwords. Guys, you hear this right before the 2020 election. You hear it every single election season, and now you're hearing it again. They send them out like robots. Frankie, roll the PBS. Code. This law, not every state does, but there have been these questions raised about mail-in ballots. Remind us what those questions are and how, much wor how, mu how worried people should be about counting those ballots. Sure. You know, I'll state from the outset that people shouldn't worry, right? This is a very secure way to cast your ballot. Studies have shown that for years. Vote by mail was actually uh, largely a Republican innovation that was popularized in the last couple of decades. Of course um, and so to see the Republican Party turn so far against it has been really striking to watch. But their underlying claims, which again are all false, is that there are additional risks of fraud in the in the vote by mail system there are not there are many back checks for this yes. they also say that it's possible to cast fake ballots and again there are oh yes and then up. they say and then they say it's possible to cast fake ballots those crazy republicans wow they are such conspiracy theorists what is a fake ballot now to us and people who watch this show and to me a fake ballot is a ballot that is not following what the supreme court said was a legitimate ballot you don't have dates you don't have key information on the ballot therefore it cannot be verified and it should not count and that is fake and they want to dismiss that and say oh these republicans they're saying that people People are making are coming out of nowhere and it's all fairy dust and rainbows and unicorns and it's fake. See that? See how they take the word fake and they manipulate it? See how they use words? There's back checks for it. Hmm. Let's see. The Supreme Court getting uh, uh, handing down a ruling to the Secretary of State and that Secretary of State not doing anything about it. And then the state legislator sending a letter that's getting ignored about 250,000 unverified ballots. Oh, there's back checks for all that. Really? Really? I would love to see the state legislature in Pennsylvania provide us with some context on the back checks of how the Supreme Court is actually wrong, how those legislators are actually wrong, and how the acting Secretary of State actually is doing the back checks. Because the only back check the acting Secretary of State in Pennsylvania wants to do is a back check to ensure that the results are thrown into chaos. And anybody who questions the results is a angry, right-wing, white nationalist, conspiracy theorist, and they always use these things right around election time. Republicans are sowing violence, so therefore you're not allowed to call these things into question. Otherwise, you're putting good, innocent people in harm's way. It's what they always do, guys. It's a virtue signal, because Republicans don't do this. They dress up some people as MAGA, they throw them out there, they cause some chaos. It's a 
textbook false flag, right? Like they like governments, these regimes do all around the world, and they're doing it again. So instead of the Secretary of State reading what the Supreme Court sends her, she goes on television, uh, particularly with Chuck Todd, sleepy eyes Chuck Todd, and says things like this. Frankie, roll it. Unfortunately, we have seen an increase of threats since 2020. And, you know, we have 67 counties here in Pennsylvania, and county election directors have actually left their jobs because of threats. You know, some have also left because of planned retirements, but we've had about 50 county election directors leave their jobs. Oh. And it's an unfortunate okay. situation here in Pennsylvania because a lot of these threats are fueled by mis and disinformation. Oh, mis and disinformation, says the acting secretary of state of Pennsylvania. You think people are going to get a little worked up when you're intentionally ignoring what the Supreme Court sent to you? Obviously. Oh, it's missing disinformation. They're sowing violence. Guys, there would be nothing. There wouldn't be any threats. There wouldn't be any calls. There wouldn't be anything because nobody's going to be violent, but people are obviously speaking out against it. And now if you speak against it, you have a, a prone to be violent. I'm speaking out against it. I would never be violent about it, right? Obviously, but now you can't even speak out about it because then the way they conflate it, you're sowing violence. Um, so guys, it really is ridiculous. Uh, Frank, you put like four minutes on there on the timer. Um, it really is ridiculous there, guys. Uh, and this is what PBS does, okay? PBS says that it is not normal to know the official election results on election night. Guys, that is the new normal, okay? Here's what they say. So this is what they're doing. It is not normal to know the official results on election night. Here's why. Polls have been closed for hours. Why don't Americans know the winners, right? This is what they are doing, guys. They have now taken the goalposts and they have moved them to try to create this new reality. Up until literally the Trump elections, the results were always known on election night. Now there's doubt about it. Now there's doubt about it. It is an intentional psychological operation to lower the expectations of the public, create a new narrative in the forefront. And if you question it, well, then you are a conspiracy theorist because you're going against the propaganda that PBS put out there. Guys, it's crazy. And again, like, why do they always do things intentionally to allow us to have these? We don't want to talk about it, guys. We don't want election fraud to be a thing. We don't want to even have these conversations. All we want are real transparent results, paper ballots on election day, counted in front of everybody, period, done, full stop, end discussion. That's all we want. But when things like this happen, Frankie, we got this next thing is from Arizona. When things like this happen, when you are watching the local news in Arizona and you see this pop up on your screen, uh, of, uh, it's never, never the mistakes happen in favor of Republicans. The mistake that happens is always something on accident, of course they say, to benefit Democrats. Watch this footage from the local news in Arizona. Tell me if you notice anything weird. Frankie, roll it. The median one-bedroom apartment in the Big Apple goes for more than $3,800 a month. That's well above the national median of roughly $1,400. Huh. What do you guys notice there in the corner of your screen as that's going on? Uh, that says 53% Katie Hobbs, the woman who doesn't campaign, who is now sinking in the polls, who's down by 11, and Kerry Lake at 47%. Why is that on the screen? Why is that on the screen? The election hasn't happened. Why are there, why are there results on Fox 10 there? Well, Fox 10 clarified that because people went crazy. Naturally, they're saying, well, are these the results that you're going to give us on election night? Why is that there? Frankie, throw the next thing on the screen here, okay? Um, next thing you had here, this was the AP, and they clarified, Fox 10 clarified that the AP said at 5.50 p.m. during the Fox 10 newscast, a small today a small graphic appeared on the lower left-hand corner of the screen showing test results for the upcoming election. These were generated by the Associate Press, which was distributed, uh, which distributes results to its clients. That's what they said. Now, let me ask you this. Okay, one, if the AP is doing this, okay, if they're sending that out, why are the test results have the Republicans losing by five points? Why wouldn't the test results just say 50-50? Again, if, if you had to have test results, why wouldn't they just say 50-50? Why is it always the Democrat winning? I guarantee they have never created test results that have the Republican winning. So why is it like that? Guys, it's just strange, okay? And then anybody who questions these strange phenomenons, they are dismissed as conspiracy theorists. You go against the Supreme Court, conspiracy theorists. You see that graphic on the screen and you go, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Could these people have some type of implicit, uh, uh, um, you know, bias under, you know, sub subconscious bias? Could they possibly have that? 
Could they have that if maybe, just maybe the test results they're plugging in have Kerry Lake losing by five points? Mm, maybe, right? And then some idiot put that on the screen for the live news, which is pretty hard to do, right, Frankie? It's pretty hard to, like, add a graphic on the screen. Yeah, you know? I mean, it's just funny that they blame the AP. It's like, okay, NBC, you still put it live. I mean, Fox, you yeah. put it live yeah, on they, the air. Somebody put it live on the air. Now people are going to see that. People might, again, the, the voters are very flyby. They're going to see that and think that Katie Hobbs is winning. Like, there are people out there that really don't understand the intricacies, and they're going to go, oh, wow, must mean Carrie Lake is losing the election, right? That's irreversible damage. They might think that's a poll, right? They might think those are the results coming in with the mail-ins. People don't know what's going on. It's chaotic, and they did it. So how stupid are they? Or was it something more dubious and intentional? I think when you go against the Supreme Court, when you have the unverified ballots going out there, when the PBS state news media lockstep does it, and has their narrative out there, and anybody who questions it is now violent. Guys, we've seen this script before. We cannot let it happen. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with more Mike Crispy Unafraid. And we got a lot coming on the show. Do not go anywhere. All right, Frankie, how we doing? Oh, we're doing. Dude, how's the tech? Are we back up and running with well, all this tech? You know, it's just, uh, you know, we, we just blame the Clintons, right? The Clintons they're, did They're it, always you know? doing it. I, I think it's like at the start, whenever we do the Rumble This Video thing, it always like... You know, yeah, you know that maybe the chat was just too popping. I think the it, chat it was too popping, is what it was. It crashed. Is computer back online? Are we good? Yeah, we're back online. Look, guys, computer crashes. Boom, Frankie got it. Guys, give it up for producer Frankie. If you like producer Frankie, in the middle of the computer crash, I got a timer here. I'm looking at. Boom, that goes out. Now yeah, we got. It's now it's good. back. But guys, give it up for producer Frankie here, managing the ship here. Shout out to him. This is a operation unlike anything you've ever seen. Literally, is like cable TV of what we're doing here on Mike Crispy Unafraid. Okay, so give it up for producer Frankie, everybody. How does producer Frankie manage all those computers at once, says Paul Ingracia. How does he do it, guys? He's a genius. That's how he does it. Look at that. Look Protein. what he's doing. Guys, shout out. If you like producer Frankie, rumble this video in support of producer Frankie. Plus sign on your browser and the thumbs up on the mobile app, guys. The crowd loves you, Frankie. They love what you're doing. Uh, guys, very high-tech operation. And wait till you see what we're doing on election night, okay? You want to talk about high-tech operations, guys? You are not going to want to miss the LFA TV coverage of election night. Producer Frankie and I are pulling long hours to put on a absolute show for you, okay? It is called, Frankie, we got this uh, graphic here. It is called The Real Results 2022, okay? You can watch the fake news, like what you're seeing there. We showed you in the last block. Or you can watch The Real Results 2022 on Rumble, on Getter, on LFA TV. It is going to be unlike anything you've ever seen. We're going to have The Real Results in real time, real analysis from real patriots all around the country. You are not going to want to miss it, guys. So share and rumble this video and help raise the bar for this show and LFA TV. That helps us grow. It helps us get more sponsors. It helps us put on this content. And it helps us ultimately, at the end of the day, guys, spread the truth. So it's all thanks to you guys, and it's all thanks to our amazing sponsors. And the sponsor of today's show, guys, is EnviroCleanse. Um, guys, EnviroCleanse is our sponsor. If all home air purifiers are the same, why did the U.S. Department of Defense select EnviroCleanse to protect and purify the air on board the Navy ships? Because, guys, EnviroCleanse advanced mineral technology goes beyond ordinary HEPA filters to destroy airborne illnesses causing cold and flu viruses, including COVID. EnviroCleanse is the new science in air purification, and now you can order it online for your home. This is how you help stop colds and flu from taking your whole family down. This is how you destroy allergy, inflaming toxins, and mold from the air your family breathes. Got to be breathing nice air if you want to fight these deep state actors, right? In fact, the hospital-grade technology is so powerful that it promises far fewer colds and allergies, and it promises better sleep. Visit EnviroCleanse.com and use code LFA for 10% off your EnviroCleanse home air purification unit. You'll also receive free air quality monitor, and fast free shipping. That's a $150 savings, guys. EnviroCleanse.com, code LFA. EnviroCleanse.com, code LFA. Guys, get your air pure, breathe clean air, eat healthy food, exercise, be fit, because you got to be healthy if you want to fight back against these people. The number one thing you have in your life is your health. So EnviroCleanse will help make your home nice and good, and then you will live a better life. Isn't that right, Frankie? That All right, Frankie, right. how are we, how we doing today? What do we got here? Um, let's take a look at the live chat right now. Let's take a look, guys. We have 560 watching. Guys, get this number up. Take this stream and share it, okay? Share it on your browser. Guys, we need to get to 500 rumbles again by the end of the show. 
We right now are at 340 rumbles, okay, on a Friday. Fridays right now, people are in weekend mode. So, guys, let us know. We don't stop on any day, okay? Whether it's Monday through Friday, we're live, we're broadcasting. Help us get those rumbles. We got to hit 500 by the end of the show like we have every single day. Help us get to that, okay? Rumble and share. And I want to shout out Paul really quick, Paul Ingrazia, because um, I had an event yesterday. I was at uh, Dr. Soloway, who many of you have seen. I was at his book signing event. Um, that he had at Trump Tower. Um, if you guys don't know, Dr. Soloway and President Trump are very close. He was actually in President Trump's administration. And uh, Paul showed up, who's a fan of the show. So, Paul, shout out to you uh, living in New York City and showing up to Dr. Soloway's event. Got to meet me, um, which is pretty cool. So, guys, love everybody who tunes in um, to our show and our amazing fans. In the next break, we will shout some of you out. We're at 340 Rumbles. Rumble this video and help us stay in the leaderboard. We used to be in the 20s and 30s. Now, every single show, we're in the teens, 18, 17, 16, 19. Guys, it, let it be a trend. Let us stay there. We're taking over. Boom. Let's do it. Frankie, be ready? Oh, we're always ready. All right. All right, and we are on in five, four, three, two, one. And welcome back to the show. And three, two, one. And welcome back to the show, everybody. Mike Crispy here, coming to you live on this Friday, October 28th. And guys, we are talking about the fact that our elections right now, we got some problems, okay? We have some problems that is being pointed out by anybody who has an objective brain. And the propaganda arm doesn't do what they say they want to do. Oh, we want to unify. Oh, we want to bring people together. Oh, we want people to be able to have trust in our systems. No, they have replaced trust and bipartisanship and unity, they have replaced it with shut up, listen to what we put out in the propaganda media, otherwise you are a racist, insurrectionist, white nationalist. That's what they say. Even if you're Latin or black and you agree with it. Yeah, you're a white nationalist. But guys, this is the reality of the situation. The party, the Democrat party, is no longer a political party. It is a fake propped up, phony, former version of itself. Back in the day, we didn't have the rhetoric that we hear now. Back in the day, we didn't have literal mainstream vegetable candidates up there who had no unique ideas of their own, okay? Certifiably couldn't complete sentences and speak and have these angry, vindictive, opinionated, spiteful wives that were really pulling the strings. Guys, it started with Dr. Jill and Joe, and now we're noticing a trend here. And shame on Dr. Jill Biden. Shame on Giselle Fetterman, okay? Giselle Fetterman came out of nowhere, and now she is front and center. We're going to make her front and center in this segment. But guys, this is pure evil. Imagine being such a cold, callous person that your husband, the person who you're supposed to love, do you love power or do you love your husband? You are dragging them through a process. It's not easy to run for Senate. It's not easy to run for president. But they drag them through the process because they love power and influence more than they love their own husband. Because if you love this person and they're sick and they don't have the strength or stamina to do it, you should probably take care of them, spend time with them, not have cameras on them, not be giving interviews, not be stoking the flames. And then your husband, who can't complete a sentence, has to pick up the pieces for it. Because ultimately, at the end of the day, they will get uh, you know, brought to for opinion because the buck stops with them. Guys, Giselle Fetterman takes her cues from Dr. Jill Biden. We've never seen a trend like this before where the wives of politicians in one party are the stronger and out front person saying crazy things and their husband couldn't even pick up the pieces if they wanted to because they're incapacitated. So who's running the operation? Very weird. Guys, here's Giselle Fetterman in an interview. Uh, what is going on with this? Frankie, roll this. Did not want the mansion. That mansion came with the pool and the pool I wanted. And the dream was to open this pool and make it a public pool, turn it into the people's pool and ensure that um, young people across Pennsylvania could learn how to swim and learn water safety and kind of work to right some of the wrongs. You know, historically, um, swimming in America is it's very racist. Um, and usually when you look at drowning statistics, it usually affects children of color. Yes, yes, the drowning statistics affect children of color. Oh when John God. Fetterman gets to the Senate, he is going to independently, with an independent mind, 100%, he will draft legislation on day one to ban swimming pools. And if black children are going to keep drowning at this disproportional rate, well, you better believe John Fetterman, who's totally in control of all his motor functions, 
he will right this wrong. And Giselle Fetterman will cheer him on from the sidelines. Of course, she won't be involved in it at all. Cheer him on as he fixes this systemic crisis. Gotta ban guns. Gotta ban swimming pools. And you gotta ban people who believe that the election results could be called into question. You gotta ban reporters. That's what's gonna be with next. You gotta ban reporters for being ableist. How dare they be ableist? Guys, Giselle Fetterman, when she's not calling out the racial disgracefulness of swimming pools and those who build and house swimming pools, Giselle Fetterman is fighting back against the evil, ableist press. Listen to this. No. Are, are you satisfied with the progress of the bridge? Oh, interesting. So uh, you just saw there a giant uh, vegetable. Frankie, can you put that image just back on the screen if you could? Um, we have this this giant vegetable here, Fetterman, who is literally just standing there, right? He doesn't know what's going on. He doesn't know what, like, he's not even looking at the reporter. He's kind of staring off into space. He's terrifying. He's, ter- he's terrifying to look at. He does not do well in a suit, and he can't button his top button. Guys, you're running for the United States Senate. You can't button your top button. Giselle Futterman looks at the reporter, gives it this condescending view, and says, when asked a question about a bridge, Giselle Fetterman says, we're not here to talk about that right now. We are celebrating. It's not even like it was a political thing. It's like you're at the bridge. Are you, ha- are you satisfied what you're looking at here? Like, <laughs> We're not no here to talk about it. No, guys, John Fetterman cannot. How dare that ableist member of the press ask him a question? And I love how we didn't even see it. Because, guys, at least Joe Biden can like kind of like see the press. Like John Fetterman, there is nothing going on. And Giselle jumps in there to ram down the throat of the reporter, just like she did with the MSNBC reporter, that if you ask a question to this man, that is off limits. Amazing. Guys, did Melania Trump ever cut off in between a reporter and President Trump and get in the middle of it saying, you're being unfair to my husband, you better stop. We're not here to answer questions. Could you imagine what late night television would do if that happened? <laughs> the the feminist heroes on late night television would all of a sudden become the most sexist people. They'd say, oh, guys, yeah, yeah. Uh, President Trump doesn't do anything without his wife telling him what to do. You could, you could read the script uh, in advance. But guys, John Fetterman's wife is the one who is right now stepping up, handling these things, running this process through. She wants to drag her limp corpse of a husband over the finish line. And you better believe that anybody who says anything otherwise getting in the way, they are going to be called out by Giselle Fetterman. Because again, when she's not fighting against the swimming pools, she is fighting this disgracefulness by the press. Frankie, roll this. He was asked if his... If it was appropriate for his campaign to make fun of your hub- husband's recovery from a stroke and on blamed it on the campaign and said, you know, quote, the campaign's been saying lots of things. My position, I can only speak to what I'm saying as though he and his campaign are two completely different entities and he doesn't have to take responsibility for what the ca- campaign is saying. What does that say to you about the type of potential leader he is going to be if he ended up in DC. Well, I think one that's a, a campaign that's spiraling, right? I think for a candidate to admit that it's lost control over its team. Yeah, okay, a, Giselle a Fetterman. And Giselle Fetterman goes on and on. See how that, the, the, it's all these, these liberal podcast hosts. That's the only place Giselle Fetterman goes, okay? Goes to these echo chamber liberal podcast hosts. Oh, jo- Dr. Oz's campaign is spiraling because he's pointing out the fact that his opponent again, for the first time ever, is incapacitated and can't serve. Giselle Futterman went after the reporter on MSNBC, said she should lose her job, and now she is saying that Dr. Oz, for pointing it out when he's asked about it, is sparring. What's he supposed to say? First of all, in that debate, I was giving Dr. Oz, I said, I don't know what you would do in that situation. Because, guys, Dr. Oz is actually, uh, his campaign has come together nicely. It's gotten a lot better. But what didn't Dr. Oz do in that debate? Did he jump down John Fetterman's throat in that debate, Frankie? Did he point out the fact that his opponent was incapacitated? Not for a second. And I'm sure he wanted to. But he didn't do it strategically. He played the game. He literally looked at that vegetable who was on the other side of the debate stage and said, I'm not going to call out the fact that he's incapacitated. I'm not going to do it. And he didn't do it. So, guys, what does Giselle Fetterman want? Oh, Giselle Fetterman, I guess, just wants every single reporter to start saying this. And right after the debate, it took about two days for the liberal media to get their one unified story straight. But every outlet now is saying this line, this is the new line that they're coming up with. Frankie, roll it. The, the Oz campaign put forward was he wasn't able to debate. 
and he wasn't able to be able to serve as a senator. You know, a lot of us have had loved ones have had strokes. Uh, you know, I had the experience with my mom when she was 89. Mm -hmm. And you know that the process that you go through after a stroke, she couldn't even clench her hand when asked to do so. And she came back. Right. John's a young guy in his 50s. Mm -hmm. John's going to get better. Dr. Oz is not. <laughs> <laughs> That's the line. That's the line, yes. Vote for what they may or may not do in their recovery. That's the line. Giselle Fetterman wrote that line and gave it to the people. Because once she called that MSNBC, they probably said, all right, Giselle, what do you want us to say? And then the advisors got around and crafted that line. Dr. Oz will never get better. John Fetterman was great, and he will recover, and then he will get better. Yes. Yes, Frankie? Just looks like uh, pre-football shows have gotten a little have changed since I stopped watching. Yeah. <laughs> like, you got it right in front of, uh, who is that, in Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh? That's in front of, they call it Acrisure Stadium now, uh, not Heinz Field. And you got, you got, uh, Chuck Todd there doing this interview with a straight face, allowing the former mayor of Pittsburgh to say what you just heard there on the screen. Absurd, guys. It is absurd. Yes. Guys, we've never seen anything like this, and we've never seen these seen these wives just so cold, callously calculated, disregard the health and well-being of their husbands in the quest for power. Could you imagine the conversations going on behind the scenes? But guys, this trend was started when they took Joe Biden, they pulled him aside, and he has deteriorated far beyond what he was when he was running for president. It's gotten way worse. And they knew it would get worse. Oh, but John Fetterman's going to get better, right? Just like they say. But guys, this is what we're going to be dealing with here if John Fetterman gets elected. Jill Biden has started the trend. The Democrats have seen via polling and testing it out that you could elect a president of the United States with dementia where the wife is leading the way and acting as the Sherpa because Dr. Jill Biden is obviously obsessed with power and it will be okay and the public will look the other way as long as the media continues that drumbeat crazy narrative that you hear. People say, oh, John Fetterman's a prime athlete like you heard last week. And then this one, oh, if you're ableist, if you doubt his debate performance, blah, blah, blah. Guys, here here is what has been going on. This is how the trend started, guys. Dr. Jill is disgraceful. This is what Fetterman will be like in the Senate. Roll this for you. Yes, yes, you're going to have masks on. First of all, Fetterman will be wearing a mask at all times so he doesn't have to speak. You better believe it. He will wear a mask anytime because now mask wearing, if you say anything about that, you're like mean and discriminatory. He will wear a mask at all times so he never has to answer questions of the press. And then he will be led around by Giselle Fetterman, who will really be calling the shots and pushing the weight behind the scenes. And when, when John Fetterman is ever asked questions by reporters in the future, it's going to look something like this again. Giselle Fetterman taking the lead from the leaders of the party, the evil Democrat political wives on full display. Frankie, roll this. I I don't want to get a debate. Well, anyway, uh, as Dr. Jill tugs on his arm to get him to leave the press pool. Again, have we ever seen any politician in the history of the world do that? Did we ever see Melania Trump one time pull President Trump's arm away and say, you can't answer any more questions? Guys, Dr. Jill Biden has been doing this from the start of the campaign. And unfortunately, it was just one phenomenon, right? And people said, oh, you know, Joe Biden's a little old and slow, but the love between Dr. Jill and Joe Biden is just so authentic and pure. No, guys, this was a formula. It was a blueprint, okay? These co-opted wives, which are now considered off limits. You can't say anything about the wife. You can't bring the family into this. If you call into question the fact that the wife is really the one who's on the take uh, politically from these people taking the money, who are getting the orders, who are exerting the influence, if you call that out in the traditional sense, if you go after political wives and children, you're like, that's off limits, right? The wives and children. But the Democrats have manipulated the process and figured out how to rig it in such a way where that standard still applies, but now the wife is the dominant person as they drag around their husband and behind the scenes, it's all because they're getting money in influence and power and the wife is actually the one who is sold out and the husband is merely a prop guys this is jill biden again where does giselle fetterman get it from this is one of the most egregious clips that we saw in the 2020 election cycle i don't know if everybody saw this but if you didn't see it or if you did see it it's worth a rewatch. frankie roll this uh, to make the occasional gaffe uh, oh, you can't even go there. You can, after Donald Trump, you well, cannot even want. say the word gaff. I can't gaff. even say the word gaff. Nope. But you not nope. Even. Done. It's gone. 
No, it's I gone. It's over. Because over. It's over. So over. It's over. As they're sitting uh, 20 feet away because somehow they would get COVID if they're outside in the air. Guys, what, that is Dr. Joe Biden. Right? It is over. You can't say anything about my husband. You can't say that he has gas. Have you seen Donald Trump? No, Donald Trump can complete coherent sentences. They are misconstruing Donald Trump's full, complete sentences. It getting twisted, broken down, and psycho-evaluated. They're now calling that a gaffe. A gaffe is when you say, like Joe Biden says, oh, I went to a historically black university, which he said on the campaign trail. Donald Trump never misrepresented where he went to school. As a matter of fact, he said many, many times, Wharton School of Finance, right? Everyone knows that. Oh, but Dr. Joe says, it's over. You better not say that. It's done. Like she's talking to a toddler because she has contempt for CNN. And Jake Tapper doesn't fight it back because Jake Tapper is on the take from the same globalists who are propping up Joe Biden as the empty stoot standing as the country gets robbed out from under us, right? Obviously. And Dr. Jill is all too happy and all too evil to play the middle person, okay? It is incredible, guys. Dr. Jill Biden, okay, if you didn't know about Dr. Jill Biden, okay, here is the deal with it. Dr. Jill Biden denies ex-husband's claims she had an affair with Joe Biden before they split. Guys, this is the this is the behind the scenes, okay? This is what happened. It's a Jill, good interview. It is a good interview. You guys should go listen to this. We're running out of time in this block, but Jill Biden denies the ex-husband. Jill Biden's ex-husband said that Joe Biden was having an affair with Jill Biden while they were married, while Joe Biden simultaneously going over Ashley Biden's diary was molesting uh, his daughter. Guys, what a wacky, disgusting, disgraceful family. We heard Giselle Fetterman. We heard what these people really think. They're not moderates. They're trying to sell John Fetterman as a moderate. Oh, swimming pools are racist. Is that a moderate position? Would any normal, non-mentally ill person say that? And Dr. Jill, she's a wonderful, graceful woman. Uh, let's see, you're having an affair with your husband, with Joe Biden? Joe Biden literally said that in his first marriage, as much of a demented he is, this is the gaffe we're talking about. In his first marriage... He, this was yesterday he said this, his first marriage, he left the University of Delaware football team where he was playing for, right? Because he simultaneously was playing football at the University of Delaware and going to the historically black college, Delaware State, that he left the football team to start dating and get married to his first wife. What? That's a gaffe, guys. That is mentally ill. Everything you see right now is fake. Okay, what they're doing at the election in Pennsylvania, the way that they are sowing doubt in the results, the way they're denying the Supreme Court, that is fake. Giselle Fetterman is a fake, phony fraud paid off the same way Dr. Jill is. It is now the blueprint for the radical left. And these are not good people beyond the surface. They are not moderates like they want you to believe. You see who Dr. Jill is. You see who Giselle Fetterman is. You see what their husbands are doing and how they can't even basically control their basic motor function anymore. It is disgraceful, but somebody's got to call it out. And that's what we're doing on this show. And we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right, right back with more of my Crispy Unafraid. Do not go anywhere. Oh, All right, Frankie, how we doing? Oh, we're doing. I think we're back. Our tech is all set up we're back, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. we are. We are flowing, guys. Guys, we're flowing on this Wednesday over 400 rumbles. Guys, rumble this video. Help get us on the top of the leaderboard. We are absolutely killing it over the last couple of days. This has been a record week for Mike Crispy Unafraid. And it's all thanks to you guys. It really is. So, Frankie, let's pop this live chat up on here. All right, guys, we got the Rumble live chat, over 600 watching. If you have not done it yet, guys, I need you to rumble this video. We got to get to 500 by the end of the show. We are over 400 right now, 100 rumbles. Help get it there, guys. We literally have you on the screen. You are in our broadcast in eternity. I'm going to shout some people out here, okay? We got Nan77, as always, coming in. Thank you, Nan77. SoCal Pistol, shout out to you as well. Great to see you. JL Jass, thank you. 401, run, 401 Rumbles. Let's get unafraid higher on the leaderboard. Thank you very much. We got Amanda Collins in here, as always. Amanda, you are a true patriot. Thank you for always supporting the show. My boy Robbie Sunshine's in. I saw Robbie, um, uh, I think he was uh, uh, gettering me. So, Robbie, shout out to you. Um, coming to for us from Florida, Race Mom 53. Thank you as always. Um, we have uh, uh, Tommy Lance at Joe Pinion question mark guys. I have not been able to get in touch uh, with Joe Pinion since our interview. Um, I don't know him that well. I've tried to get in touch. Um, I sent him uh, a text message, called him. It is unreturned. I will keep following up on that. But Tommy Lance, 
Um, good for Tommy Lance for staying on top of these things, you know? Uh, Certainly on yeah, top of God, that. Yeah, Tommy Lance, good for you. I'm going to keep trying uh, to get in touch with him. Do not worry. I appreciate it. Um, Tommy Lance said, Mike, did you ask him if he believed the election was stolen? I wrote him that I wanted to follow up with him and if he could give me a phone call, and I have not heard back from him. So I'm going to continue to do that um, and continue to follow up with him through the election, I promise. So, um, and thank you, um, Masshole Patriot, so good, Mikey. Uh, nobody really calls me Mikey, but Masshole Patriot, I will let you call me that. Um, I will let any fan call me that. Uh, Iris Hannah Ogliar, um, great show, Mike and Frankie. Thank you very much. Uh, PGM, P-G-E-N-A-M-E, sorry, I can't pronounce these. Good morning. I watch Crispy every morning, just not always in the chat. Well, thank you. Welcome to the chat. And I just shouted you out, and now you're in the broadcast. How cool is that? First time chatting. Um uh, Kobe Jean having a hard time with my name. No, that's pretty easy to pronounce. Um, Trump won. He absolutely did. All right, let's roll back into it, Frankie. Guys, thank you so much. Guys, make sure to rumble this video and election night. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your kids, tell your everybody. We are going to bring you election night coverage on Rumble you haven't seen. Let's break the internet. Live Rumble coverage. Producer Frankie and I and Jeremy Harrell and everybody at LFI TV are working on something historic and spectacular. We're going to have 10,000 plus live viewers. It's going to be huge, unlike anything you've ever seen. And producer Frankie's about to really flex his producer flex muscles. It. Hopefully uh, no computers uh, no, crash. No, we're going to have... We're going to have supercomputers and backup computers. It's going to be unreal. I cannot wait. I love it. Cannot wait. Let's hit it. All right. Let's hit it. We are on in. <laughs> wait. And we got over 618 watching right now. Love it. The number is climbing, guys. Rumble this video. If you haven't rumbled it yet, please and thank you. And then if, you, if you're just joining us, Go watch the start of the show and watch how we expose voter fraud like you've never seen before and these evil political wives and the Democrats. Boom. Let's do it, Frankie. Boom. All right. On in five, four, three, two. One. Hey, welcome back to the show, everybody. Mike Crispy here, coming to you live on this Friday, October 28th. And guys, we're talking about Democrat political wives being pure evil. Why? Because they have been proven to be condescending, radical actors. A member of the press says something about their husband just trying to do their job. How dare they, ableist. You want to point out Joe Biden's guess? How dare you, Jake Tapper? Follow the script. You can't say anything back to me. I'm a woman. I'm a Democrat. Giselle Fetterman wants to say that her husband had a good debate performance. That if you say anything about her deba his debate performance, you are an ableist. You are discriminatory. While simultaneously saying swimming pools are racist. What? Guys, what is going on? The state of Pennsylvania right now is intentionally, the Secretary of State, sowing doubt into the results by going against the Supreme Court. We're pointing that out on this show. But guys, when the Democrats are in private, they're saying, well, the debate wasn't that bad. They knew it was going to be bad because they know Fetterman's a vegetable. They know Giselle is pulling the strings and taking her cues from Dr. Jill. And even Chuck Schumer's in on it. Here is some hidden uh, not hidden, some hot mic footage of Chuck Schumer talking to Joe Biden. Listen carefully to this. <laughs> and look at, look at Chuck Schumer right there. Kind of like, he's kind of like going like this. Like, kind of like bracing for it, like he knew it was ugly. Uh, the debate didn't hurt us that much, you know? It didn't hurt us that much, Joe. Yeah, they knew it was going to hurt, but they knew that if they could control the media narrative, that it wouldn't hurt that much. So, guys, they know deep down it was terrible. Is Chuck Schumer an ableist for saying that? No, guys, they had their plan. They knew the polls were tight. They knew they had to throw Fetterman up there. And they knew, they know when they do this, that if they can contort the media and that if the wife could be on the forefront of it, you can't argue with the wife too much because then you're sexist, okay? Then you look like you're beating up on the wife. So they've weaponized that. And now Chuck Schumer's pointing out the obvious to Joe. But guys, Joe is on the campaign trail now and he's out there and he's saying things that in any other world would be not only dismissed, but condemned, okay? Where is the mainstream media condemning this type of midterm talk, guys. This is reckless, irresponsible talk here by Joe Biden. He's hopped up on B12 and he is saying utter maniacal, crazy things. Oh, Jake Tapper, your husband's occasional gaffe. Guys, if you want to see gaffes, 
Donald Trump, if he said things like this, would be skewered in the media, but Joe Biden can say it with impunity. We're going to start off what he's saying about inflation, where real people are suffering real consequences. Frankie, roll this. Why should voters choose Democrats? Because it's not record inflation anymore. I'm bringing it down. Look what we inherited. I inherited 6.5% unemployment. It's down to 3.5%. We lost about 600, we lost hundreds of thousands of manufacturing jobs. We've created over 600,000, 700,000 manufacturing Guys, boom, stop that. You know what that is? You know how I know that COVID was a total hoax? You know how I know it was? Because they did it to get Trump out of office. And then they did it so this empty suit stand-in globalist puppet could tout things like that. Oh, I got jobs back. He failed to mention every manufacturing job that he says he created and every unemployment tick that he said he removed from the ticker is actually replacing jobs that were lost due to COVID. And now those people are getting hired back again. People whose lives will never be the same because they suffered irreparable damages because they had to literally not eat for years and live in poverty while they lost their job because of the common cold. That's exactly what happened. So those are the globalist fake talking points choreographed and the inflation numbers an absolute joke because guys, we've pointed out on this show that economists out there are saying, many people are saying that this number, this six, seven percent. It's fake. The price of energy is up 40 percent. The price of fuel is literally doubled. You can't even get these goods. Everything is skyrocketing. You either can't get it or you have to pay a 40 percent markup. But inflation is only eight percent. It's a fake number coming out of a fake regime that gives you fake election results that have fake candidates whose wives are pulling the strings. Does that sum it up for you? But guys, guys, Joe Biden is not done with it. Joe Biden continues to go on and say that you, your family and the families of America out there that he wants to vote for them actually now have higher net worths. Yeah, I read that right. Net worths since he has taken office. Frankie Rollett. Benefits of this economy that works for them. Families have more net worth today than they did before the pandemic. <laughs> he looks around. Was that what I was supposed to say? Families have a higher, and you know, I think funny, I always think, guys, this is my theory on this show. Nobody else says this, but I think every now and then Joe Biden gets a glimmer of like what's actually happening. Like he's like stuck in the matrix, like where like he doesn't know what he's saying, but he's saying it. And he's like kind of like a, in this haze. And I think every now and then he kind of like snaps into it a little bit and has a little bit of a reflexive uh, consciousness. And like you, sir, there he goes, Oh, the family networks are up. And he looks dazed and confused. Am I supposed to say that? Is that how audacious you want me to lie? Right? Just like when he said, thank you, I'm sorry. Right? It's the, it's the subconscious that he still has. Because, guys, the Joe Biden that was before he turned into the scarecrow version of himself, he used to, like, stand up for certain things. He was a sleazy politician, of course, but he had an agenda, okay? He doesn't have an agenda now. He just reads. Yes, Frankie? Once in a while, he's just like, oh, like, why is Obama telling me what to say? <laughs> <laughs> Once in a while, he's like, wait a minute. I'm not the vice president right now. <laughs> I've been seeing Obama every day at these <laughs> what, meetings. What, <laughs> what is going on? Dr. Joe, what am I supposed to do? Did you give me my applesauce? Oh my goodness. But guys, this is what the reality of the situation is. This comes from Breitbart, okay? This is the reality. This is why Joe Biden, in his glimmer of consciousness that he has about once a week, realizes that things are not right when he makes that weird face where you could see the agony, okay? Just like you see the agony in John Fetterman's face, right? Because during that debate, John Fetterman was very uncomfortable. You could tell, like the glimmer when his brain is trying to process, he looks uncomfortable. Just like Joe Biden looks uncomfortable because deep down these people know what they're saying and what they're being told to say and what they're reading. They know it isn't right. But the wives are evil. The wives are on the take. The wives are the one who are sherpering them around and putting them up there and facilitating all this nonsense. It's incredible. Nearly one in five families in America skipped meals and did not buy groceries due to high inflation. Nearly one in five Americans have skipped meals, including 28% of Gen Zs and 23% of millennials, according to a recent survey. Guys, that is in Breitbart. Go read more about it. That's the reality, guys. This is the most developed country in the world. This is America. Guys, this is unrecognizable. In the most rich prosperous country in the world, we would only have these types of shortages and we would only have these lies about net worth 
if they wanted it to happen. This is the breakdown of the country as we know it to usher in the new liberal world order. You think if Joe Biden and the Democrats cared about underprivileged families missing meals, then maybe they would say we could take all these billions of dollars and instead of giving it away to the Ukraine and the money laundering front, that instead we can actually feed the families of our voters. Wow, what a concept. But no, they wouldn't do that because they could just twist whatever they want. They prove when they twisted Joe Biden into a president and they twisted the steel of the 2020 election, they can now twist whatever they want, including their own constituents losing their jobs, being locked down and going hungry. And Joe Biden can lie as bad as this and nobody will pick up the pieces. And guys, if you want to talk about a lie, a verifiable lie, this is the worst one we've ever seen. Frankie, roll it. The most common price of gas in America is $3.39, down from over $5 when I took office. <coughs> what? $5 when he took office. Guys, I just looked up the number when President Trump took office. You know what gas was, Frankie? Gas was $2.38 on Joe Biden's inauguration day. $2.38. And the media, where's Joy Reid? Don't her constituents, don't you think they're hurting right now paying more money for, more money for gas? Oh no, Joy Reid's constituents are not the black people in the inner city she claims she cares about. Joy Reid's constituency and MSNBC's constituency are the rich white liberals who the price being $2.38 and $5.38 means no difference to them. They'll cover the talking point and they'll allow it to get out there and they'll allow the people to clap like seals. They'll allow Joe Biden to continue to say it and then twist the narrative because it will help them win the election if they keep pounding it into people's heads. Guys, that is what we are dealing with here. It is so dark and sinister. And that is why, in full circle here, the thing we saw with Pelosi's husband this morning, that's why, listen, it's, it's a sad day when I have to call into question somebody being attacked. But guys, Jesse Smollett, all these things we're talking about, all the false flag operations, do you think it's that out of bounds for them to stage something with Paul Pelosi? When she's to, in Europe. When she's in Europe, to make it look like her husband and her family are more sympathetic figures? as she's just about to lose the house and not be the speaker anymore and then retire because she's just some backbench loser congresswoman who's 85 years old and eats ice cream. Maybe, just maybe, they staged all that to try to buy a little sympathy to manipulate the people that they've been manipulating for years and years. Would we put it past them? No, of course we wouldn't. And so the jury's still out on it. We'll see what happens. But that theory, now they'll say, oh, my Crispy's a crazy person. How dare he? That's what they'll say about anybody who says this. But guys, it is now far from reality. We'll see what happens. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back to wrap up the show. Do not go anywhere. All right, Frankie, how we doing? Yeah, I'm getting a little, it's just a little sketchy. I don't know. What's a little sketchy? Oh, this the Pelosi, Pelosi thing? thing? It's just like, give me a break. Oh, guys, that came, that was they, uh, this. They needed to outdo the Kavanaugh story. That's what I think. What, what, what are you talking because about? Because they had the guy outside of Kavanaugh's house that was about to assault him. They caught him because he, you know, he called the cops himself. He had like a, a, a he had like that manic episode. Uh, yeah. So guys, it's tit for tat. So I mean, you won't you won't see people um, call that out. You see everybody right now on the right. Oh, we condemn this type of violence. You're buying into it, hook, line, and sinker. How about you say what I'm saying? We, let's find out what happened. Let's get all the facts. The Democrats are known to put on false flag operations and lie blatantly through their teeth in the most unimaginable way. So until we get more information, we will withhold comment for now. There you go, Kevin McCarthy. There you go, House Republicans. Say that. Done. What a joke. What a joke. You know it's not a joke? This show growing. You know it's not a joke? Our incredible audience. Frankie, throw the live chat on the screen. Guys, we got Anna Perez in the live chat right now. Um, I see people saying hello to her. Anna, shout out to you. Um, great show, guys. Wrong Think. Tune in for that right after this. Make sure you rumble her video and make sure you rumble this video, guys. What other network out there puts the live chats in the broadcast, makes you a part of this show. And guys, thank you for the donation, Mary550. Um, really appreciate that on a Friday, getting our donations. Guys, that goes, every single dollar you contribute goes to building this network. And on election night, when we have the real results 2022, that is going to be a purely viewer-funded operation. So on election night, we're going to need your help. And we really appreciate all of you. Uh, how many rumbles are we up to, Frankie? 440 rumbles. Guys, 
Get us to 500 by the end of the show. We need it. I'm listening to you guys here. Cindy Lou Who, we love you, Mike and Frankie. Nancy Ann 61, shout out to you. Um, Melissa uh, Steffi, shout out to you. Um, talking. I wonder if the person who beat Paul Pelosi with a hammer is the 83-year-old woman that took the pickaxe to the windows of a house. She was dressed like a witch. <laughs> What's going on? Guys, I think the theory there is... Um, the theory there is uh, is holding weight there. Um, Celeste thirty five says, "Mike, will you marry me? I'm hundred percent Italian. Uh, that is very flattering. Uh, we, <laughs> amazing. Um, Four hundred and forty four rumbles. JL Jazz, thank you very much for pointing that out, guys." Let's get to 500, please. Rumble this video, plus sign on the browser, thumbs up on the mobile app. Fridays are always, uh, you know, the days where the viewership dips a little bit because people are getting started on the weekend. Uh, Mondays, like Mondays are our highest day when people are ready to come back. So guys, rumble this video, help us. Go on your social media, follow us on social media, okay? At Crispy on Truth Social, at Producer Frankie on Truth Social, at my Crispy on Getter, at my Crispy on J on Instagram. Guys, take this stream, take the URL, Pop it into your uh, Twitter account. Elon Musk owns Twitter now. We're going to talk about that in a second. Share this show and help us grow. We need all the help we can get on a Friday. We really do. We really do. You see this information we're talking about here? Nobody else is slicing dicing it like this because every other media outlet saying, oh, the wives are off limits. We can't talk about them. That's exactly what the left wants. For you to say, the wives are off limits. I better not critique Giselle Fetterman and Dr. Jill controlling their husbands, right? But not us. We'll call it out because we're unafraid. That's exactly right. Frank, anything to add? That should, uh, that should do it. <laughs> Frank, how are you feeling about the election night coverage? You feeling good about I'm, it? I'm hyped about it. We got some, we got some phone calls to make today. Oh, yeah. We got, listen, we're going to get off the air, and then we're going to keep working. That's exactly right. That's exactly what we're going to do, guys. And um, in the spirit of Twitter, for Elon Musk buying Twitter, guys, follow us on Twitter at uh, uh, NJ on Twitter. We love it. Um, and uh, want to do Patriot Cigar really quick? All right. All right, guys. Patriots Guard Company, how do we end the week? I got it on a Friday. Whenever we're done with the show, Frankie and I will be going to the backyard. We make some calls. We're going to do that for the Real Results 2022. And we're going to smoke a wonderful Patriot Cigar, guys. So you support the show. Go to MyPatriotCigars.com. Use promo code CRISPY for 15% off your order. If you know a Patriot who loves a good smoke, this is the perfect gift for any occasion. Celebrate election night, midterm victories in style. Go pick up the sampler pack mypatriotcigars.com promo code crispy love it guys love it and love you thank you very much all right let's do it all right and we are on in five four three two one hey welcome back to the show everybody mike crispy here coming to you live on this Friday, October 28th. It has been an incredible Friday edition of the show, guys. We appreciate everybody who watches this network day in and day out, supporting this show as we grow to new heights. So guys, go to MyCrispy.com and support our show there. All of our social media, all of our sponsors, go to MyCrispy.com. Also, find us on social media and stick around. On Rumble, Election Night, LFA TV, popping LFA TV, and you will be able to watch the greatest election night coverage you've ever seen in your life. That is not hyperbole. It's called The Real Results 2022. Because we have seen mainstream media sell us short and give their bias spin on election night. We can't have that. You guys need to know what's going on in the most crucial times of our country. So The Real Results 2022 is going to fill that void. Real, unfiltered, unchained coverage on the only network that truly is beholden to no one. This network. So The Real Results 2022, Mike Crispy, Producer Frankie, Jeremy Harrell, uh, all the LFA TV hosts. It is going to be huge. Speaking of huge, guys, I am so excited that the CEO of Twitter... Parag Argwal, he has a huge life decision to make, okay? Because what kind of job is he going to get now that he's unemployed by Twitter? Huh, that's right, because Elon Musk fired his ass. And whether you like Elon Musk or don't like Elon Musk, I love Elon Musk right now because he is saying that Twitter needs to be ripped down and rebuilt in the image of somebody who values free speech. Elon Musk on Twitter was calling out what's going on in Ukraine. So if you call that out, you're a friend of mine. If you call out the fact that he wants to unban accounts, you're a friend of mine. And anybody like the prior CEO of Twitter who wants to say things like this in secret recordings that was unearthed by the great Tucker Carlson, these people are enemies of the state. So no matter what's going on, no matter what people's angles are, when someone like this is thrown into retirement, it is a good day, guys. Twitter, guys, the biggest public square out there, 
second to Getter, of course, when Getter gets their footing and becomes even bigger. This is what the CEO of Twitter was saying. Little throwback, because now he's fired, RIP. This is what he was saying when he was the CEO. Frankie, run this. Be bound by the First Amendment, but our role is to serve a healthy public conversation, and our move, moves are reflective of things that we believe lead to a healthier public conversation. The kinds of things that we we do to what about this is to focus less on thinking about free speech, but thinking about how the times have changed. One of the changes today that we see is speech is easy on the internet. Most people can speak. Where our role is particularly emphasized is who can be heard. Oh, so the guy who's not from America wants to lecture us on our First Amendment. Yeah, okay, Pareg. Uh, yeah, the world has changed. Free speech is not absolute. Blah, blah, blah. Tell it to the unemployment officer, Pareg, because Elon Musk has now f- taken full control of Twitter and has fired every top executive. I am so happy about it, guys. At my crispy NJ on Twitter, I am so enthused to get back on Twitter. I am enthused about this because Elon Musk is actually right. Now, Frankie, you can opine on this. I know you're an Elon Musk opinion. Um, Elon Musk said, we don't need echo chambers on the right and on the left. We need a public square where we can talk and debate freely and openly. So listen, I love Truth Social. I love Getter. But I think what Elon Musk is doing is very important. I am so supportive of it. Twitter now is going to be taken off the uh, the publicly traded. It's going to be a private company. And I love that, guys. And I love that socialist scumbags like Pareg, who had all this influence, literally manipulated and tampered the 2020 election. What did they do? They banned the New York Post with the Hunter Biden laptop story. Remember that? Those days are over. So I always like to end the show on a high note. We are fighting back. We are winning. And good things are happening because in the end, good always prevails over this evil. It's true. And before we wrap the show, guys, really quick, big viewer of the show, Amanda Collins, um, her mother, it's her birthday today, Doreen Davis. Happy birthday, Amanda Collins, to your mother. Didn't want to end the show without saying that. So thank you to all of our amazing viewers, guys. We are just getting started on Mike Crispy Unafraid. We have had a great week. We want to thank you all for a historic week on this show because we are just getting started, guys. We're just getting started because this is a mission. It's a mission because no other outlet is doing what this outlet is doing. We are committed to the free flowing of real, truthful, bold, and unafraid information. It's the only thing that keeps us free anymore. So guys, support our show, share this stream, keep the faith, and we are just going to blow the doors off here in the next two weeks of midterm season when it matters the most. So hope you all have a great weekend. We will see you back on Monday.